On today's show, Chevy teases the new Malibu, the BMW i3 passes the Tesla Model S in February, and Ford is attracting millennials with performance cars. All that more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for March 5th of 2015. Electric vehicle sales continue to grow in the U.S. According to Wards, automakers sold 4,400 EVs last month, an increase of 45% compared to a year ago. But that big growth was mostly thanks to the BMW i3, which wasn't on sale at this time last year. However, the big news is that the model outsold its luxury rival, the Model S. Tesla still holds the overall sales lead in 2015, but it's just 34 units ahead of BMW. So it won't be surprising to see the i3 overtake it this month. But to be fair to Tesla, it is limited by the number of states it can sell in. And look out Nissan, the i3 is hot on your heels too. The BMW was just over 100 units shy of the Leaf for the top spot last month. Porsche revealed a new 911 variant called the GT3 RS. It's packed with as much motorsport technology as the company could put in it while still being street legal. The car is powered by a 4-liter 6-cylinder engine that cranks out 500 horsepower and 338 pound-feet of torque. It's able to scream from 0 to 60 miles per hour in just 3.1 seconds. To keep weight down, it includes a magnesium roof and carbon fiber hood and rear deck lids. You can order the car now, however U.S. customers won't get the car until July. The 911 GT3 RS has a starting price just under $177,000 in the American market. Hey, be sure to watch today's AutoLine After Hours. Our special guest is Art Anderson, the chief engineer of the new Jeep Renegade. The live show now starts at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, so if you've got any questions, send them in via Twitter or send us an email at viewermail at autoline.tv. So tune in at 3 p.m. on autoline.tv for some of the best insider discussion in the industry. Still to come, one company starts 3D printing metal parts, Chevy teases the new Malibu, and we'll dive into some of the hardware on Jeep's Trailhawk models. Autoline Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. We hear a lot about young people not being interested in cars, but here's one way to appeal to the younger generation. Performance cars. Millennials are purchasing Ford ST vehicles at twice the rate of other products in its lineup. Ford's head of racing activities, Jamie Allison, tells Autoline that the ST cars are, and I quote here, a great entry point to get new customers into the Ford brand, end quote. And once they're ready for a new vehicle, the hope is those millennials will stick with the brand as they get older. 3D printing metal parts from a powder is nothing new, but making them strong is. A company by the name of NanoSteel can now 3D print complex high hardness metal parts that are fully dense and crack free without being heat treated, meaning it can make parts that are impact and wear resistant, like bearings and impellers. We saw Bentley use metal 3D printed parts on its new sports car concept. 
so it probably won't be too long before we see the process used on a production vehicle. Well, it looks like we need to brace ourselves for another long stretch of teaser shots and little pieces of info scattered along the way leading up to the introduction of a new vehicle again. Because Chevy just announced the all-new Malibu with this image of its silhouette. What we do know is that it will be built on an all-new architecture that's almost 4 inches longer and should help reduce overall weight by about 300 pounds. That's about all for now. The 2016 Malibu will make its debut at the New York Auto Show in April and go on sale by the end of this year. Coming up next, a look at some of the hardware that helped a couple of Jeeps earn their trail-rated badges. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. I can remember at the introductions of both the Jeep Cherokee and Renegade, many wondered if they'd live up to Jeep's off-road prowess. But with the introduction of the Trailhawk, those concerns were pretty much put to bed. While at FCA's Winter Drive event, I learned about some of the hardware that helped these vehicles earn their trail-rated badges for completing the Rubicon Trail. Up front is the Power Transfer Unit, or PTU, which bolts to the transaxle and provides a method to drive the front wheels and send power to the rear axle. To help improve efficiency, a shift sleeve can couple and decouple power to the rear of the vehicle. Unique to the Cherokee Trailhawk, when in Active Drive 2 or Active Drive Lock mode, a mechanical planetary reduction gear is activated. This multiplies torque and reduces speed to the front axle for crawling over rocks. Moving to the back, we'll find what the company calls a rear drive module, or RDM. Among the typical bearings and gears, it also houses the clutch pack that when activated by a hydraulic servo unit, allows the clutches to open for two-wheel drive mode or close to modulate torque in four-wheel drive. The clutch pack was also relocated from the typical pinion yoke location to be in line with the ring gear for better weight distribution. As with the front PTU, a mechanical planetary reduction gear is unique to the Cherokee Trailhawk in the rear RDM, as is a mechanical locking rear axle. And once out on the course, you can really start to understand what the engineers were talking about in all those presentations, diagrams, and cutaway models. That wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. Please join us again tomorrow.